0: Support for today's podcast is provided by Smart Recruiters, the modern talent acquisition suite for hiring success. Future-proof your talent acquisition with their next
1: generation platform with everything you need to attract, select and hire the best talent, working with over 4,000 plus leading brands.
0: Smart Recruiters continues their growth in Australia and New Zealand, working with Macca's Nine, Sedexo, Blue Scope and many, many more brands with over 600 plus HR tech vendors in their marketplace and 14 of those being local best of breed solutions.
1: So don't forget, as the good folks at Smart Recruiters say, you are who you
0: hire. And if you haven't already, book your demo by visiting www.smartrecruiters.com and let them know that Tarpod sent you.
2: Welcome to TarPod, the podcast for everything talent acquisition and recruitment. We're informative, controversial, and a little bit crazy. Now, please join your hosts and industry
1: leaders Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson.
0: Hi everyone, welcome to Tarpod. It's Craig.
1: And it's Lauren. And today on our show we've got Shalina Orr from ANZ Bank, who is the product owner at Talent and Culture in the Grad program. Welcome aboard.
0: Hi, Shalina.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you are very welcome. A great way to end our week.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And before we start, Shalina, we do this with every person who comes on for the first time. Do you think you will be able to step back into your mind and tell us how you got into recruitment and a little bit about your journey?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a long time ago. It was in the 90s when we were God. still doing faxes. That's
0: not a long time ago. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'll, go, I'll go back.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I actually started uh, at the very start of my career working for uh, the Department of Main Roads in Queensland. Wow. And I actually started on reception in the Human Resources Department and I was doing a traineeship at the time actually and I looked around and observed all of the different types of careers that you could have in Human Resources mm-hmm. and I really felt that recruitment was the, the fun job it was the job that 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 backfired
0: didn't
2: it exactly no no and um i guess when you look at the journey right when you think about all of the ways that you support people in that talent journey for me i feel like recruitment is that is the the nice part of the relationship where it's all about yeah. um you know it's, it's, it's almost the dating um, part of the relationship <laughs> yeah. whereas you know i saw the the ER team and that looked really intense and the HR business partners just seemed to be running around whereas recruitment uh, looked like a a lot of fun uh, and yeah so 20 something years later and i'm i'm still doing it
0: Oh, oh that's my goodness! And you've you've been agency side and internal side.
2: Yes, I have. Yeah, so I and I, I like both. I, I, and I think they both have you know, a, a different things which are challenging. Uh, I really like mm. working in a commercial environment, and uh, I, I loved loved the sales aspect of working in agency land, and I love the relationship building side. And I I feel when you're an agency, it's almost like you work for a whole heap of different businesses. Mm. And then on the internal side, and um, full disclosure, recruitment is part of my role. I also uh, do a couple of other things. So I am involved in other parts of the journey now. But uh, on the internal side, I love the opportunity to innovate yeah, and really and one of the reasons I joined ANZ is I wanted to work in a role where I could influence and I could build a team and I could make an impact on an organization and I've been very fortunate um, to be given a lot of great opportunities with ANZ.
0: Oh, that's
1: fantastic. So talking about ANZ, you are heavily involved in their graduate recruitment program. And obviously yes. this year in the times of COVID, the world's been turned on its head, shaken around a bit and left there. So how on earth have you gone out to the universities this year and really pushed home your grad program when they're all studying from home? Yeah. Well, look, it's, it, it, it was a, a relatively
2: smooth transition. Um, And and we were midway through a campaign when COVID hit Mm -hmm. and it it was actually quite interesting because I was reading the tea leaves and seeing quite a few cases in Victoria and they hadn't yet um, gone into lockdown or any kind of um, restrictions. But I think we had maybe it was after death in the state and I just felt it and going to a university and we usually have around 100 people attend events that we run on campus Mm. and I just didn't feel great about running an event on campus having a whole heap of you know people in the same room and I, I felt it wasn't it wasn't quite right so I contacted the university at the time And um, I won't say who the university was, but I sent them an email and it was, and said exactly what I just said to you, look, you know, I'm not feeling good. Mm. This is, this is, you know, what we've seen. There's just been a death and I don't think we should go ahead with the event. Let's make it virtual unfortunately a version of that email was then um, shared with all of the participants who were meant to come and oh. um, said something like a and z have <laughs> decided oh, no. that they'll run this virtually because of <laughs> so oh, <my>. i um <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, listen to self, maybe think about what you um, put in writing. Um, but a week or so later we then went into restrictions. Um, but look, I I think. Oh, I hope you had a big, I told you so at that point. (laughs) Oh, blessed. Yes. (laughs) Well, I, I think it was done with best intentions and I think, you know, um, quite often these events are run by students, right? And, and they may mm. not understand the PR implications of um, that kind of messaging coming from a large organisation, mm. like ANZ, but I should have known better. It was certainly a lesson for myself about um, remembering how you communicate these <laughs> things. But, yeah, look, I, I think you know, my observation is it's been really hard for universities. Yeah, it's It's mm. been a lot of them had online... Activities, but they weren't 100% online, and they've really had challenges around their technology and their programs, and um, you know, supporting their students. So, we took the approach that our campaign was a community service, it wasn't just about talking about ANZ or attracting people to our brand, but it was also about supporting young people who are going through a difficult time of their life. Mm-hmm. So our campaign was really formed around helping people who um, are about to graduate and helping them understand how to position themselves, whether it's when they're applying for ANZ or any of the other big banks or any any other companies. And, and so that's, that's what we did. We ran workshops and the title was something like How to Find the Perfect Postgraduate Job. And and that look, it was really well received, and I and I think, in a lot of ways, I'd like to continue doing that post COVID, because I feel it's more inclusive. We we found we had really high participation for the events we ran with universities, and I think it was because you know, people were at home; they could dial in, um, versus having to go onto campus to meet us for these events. Because
1: Um, I'm thinking you get a lot of uh, students who probably do remote study and don't actually go into campus at all, do you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a whole new market you've opened up there. I I don't know. I I always
2: try and think. Well, (laughs) um, yeah, look, I think I I don't think it's necessarily just universities either. I think it's this has been one of the lessons for all organisations in the COVID environment is you know, there's a, a there is a real equalizer around everyone being on a computer or on the phone and talking versus um, because we're a global company, we might run meetings pre-COVID and there would be you know five Australians in a room and one person dialing in from New Zealand, one person dialing in from India. And that can be incredibly hard, right, when you're dialing in and the majority of the conversation goes on in the room. Um, mm. So I, I definitely think there are lessons in in not just, you know, how we run our campaign but how we work as a team. So, look, the the campaign was great. It was, it was successful and we, uh, we're still in the middle of our assessment process uh, for our second campaign since then. So we... So did um, you see a difference uh, in the was, numbers
1: of applications this year?
2: Yeah. Look, we have yes. So, um, so we've run we run two campaigns a year for for ANZ. So the um, COVID hit when we were in the middle of our first campaign for the year, and we're now running our second campaign for the year. The first campaign, the numbers were about the same, but the second campaign, it, it, it we definitely have received more numbers, significantly more, almost double, mm-hmm. and. That I would expect. I'd love to say that's because we've got a great brand and people have heard how wonderful we are. But unfortunately, a lot of graduate recruitment hasn't continued. Some organisations. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And some organisations have stood their grads down as well. Um, which has been, again, very difficult for the early talent market.
0: And does your intake that you're in the process of at the moment, is it of similar size to previous years?
2: Yes. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, yeah, look, we're very lucky. Um, we have a strategy around our early talent and it's it's an important part of our strategy, um, particularly for our technology business and our our data business as well. So. Um, we have, yeah, we've kept our numbers steady. It's, and we've, um, we're just going through our summer intern campaign at the moment, and the numbers are about the same as well. It's probably a little bit less for summer intern because, yeah, I, I'd expect we'll, we'll still have some kind of restrictions over December and January in places like Melbourne and Sydney. So we just need to be mindful about, you know, how we can support those. Those interns, when they come in and, and do their work as well,
0: and, and process wise, so, what's the difference in COVID times as opposed to in previous years or previous campaigns? What's the what's the difference there or main differences? Yeah,
2: yeah. Look, again, we were we were pretty well set up because our process was was already it was already developed and designed in a way that we were confident we could do that online mm-hmm. um, so we have we use PyMetrics, metrics which is a, a game based assessment so okay. we actually don't ask um students for resumes they play a game to apply it's well it's 16 games wow and uh, that is their first gate when they apply yeah and after that we have uh, a personality profile which is uh, we use shl mm-hmm. and we also use video interviewing as well and we use view. so we were already we were confident in our assessment suite yeah. and then we have an assessment center process which was look it was it was certainly something it was a different experience for both the leaders and the students as well. Uh, however, I think because we already had all of those kind of psychometric tools and already had like a, quite a robust interview and role play uh, ready to go, it was more a matter of making sure that we had the right technology. Um, of the challenges, of course, that we had during that time was you know when you go we've got forty-five thousand people in Z, right yep. and you go from having most of those people in the office to then having a network that needs to support people from their homes um, we actually had to get special permission to use video at that stage because we were still um, you know our capability in terms of our tech capability mm. to support video for forty-five thousand 000 people uh, was still being developed so Um, That was probably the trickiest thing versus having to worry too much about assessments. And, and look, I I would say for those virtual assessment centres, it was just around being really mindful about, you know, how do you create a really great experience for candidates that makes them understand what it's like to work for ANZ. Because the biggest thing that you lose is the wow factor when you walk into the building and you feel Mm. the vibe and, you know, you see the values on the wall and you kind of get to meet people. Uh, so we looked at ways that we could just really make sure that people felt welcome and they felt like they knew us and
1: felt like we were on their side and helping them to be the best they could be through the process so how did you approach that to make that to give them that feel of welcoming and the ANZ ethos
2: yeah look, we we actually ran a pre assessment center event which was which was just really um a matter of having a call with some of our graduates and talking through, you know, what it's like to work at ANZ, more like a, a little bit of a welcome call before they went into the assessment centre. Uh, we uh, we did, we really run our program in collaboration with our graduates. Uh, we ask them for feedback constantly. Yeah, look, I think, mm. and it's part of that human centre design approach. So having graduates from our current program involved is is just it's so great both in the marketing side because young people want to talk to other young people. You know, what they want to know most is um you know what it's like to work at ANZ, what's your day look like, all of the things that only graduates can tell them. Yeah. And they have their own language, of course. So so I think that was that was really, really well received. We provide a lot of training to managers who are involved in our assessment centres as well. And really what we're trying to to create in terms of an experience is we want our candidates to feel that they are better for having applied for a role with Mm ANZ. And um, even if they're not successful at every stage in the process, we've tried to create an experience where they um, get information about their assessments which will help them for other assessments. So, even if they don't make it through that first gate, they get a report on how they went. Um, likewise, with our video interviewing as well. And then for the assessment centre, the training that we provide the interviewers is around you know, how can you be more of a coach in this process? Mm. We want the candidates to feel that you're on their side, we're not trying mm. to trick anyone. Yeah. we're trying but well, it is to their first foray
1: the into the process. job market too. So some of these people, it's their first ever interview, mm. their first ever job application. So you yes. really don't want to scare them off, do you Often it is, yeah. yeah Yeah, absolutely. and look, it's a competitive process as well. but you know,
2: besides being the right thing to do, it's it's also about you know, making sure that ANZ's being represented in a way that we want to be represented. And you know, in our minds, creating that experience is the best way to do that.
1: So when uh, is your onboarding for your summer interns and how are you going to approach this remotely, especially around like Melbourne and Sydney areas at the moment?
2: Mm, yeah, look, it's um, it's tricky, isn't it? In terms of onboarding the grads, we've got quite a structured program. Um, so the be a matter of just moving that online. So the um, all of the logistics around sending out computers, etc. Again, luckily, the, our technology team have done a really great job of moving our whole employee onboarding process. Um, to a, a virtual setting so that we can ship everyone what they need. Mm. Um, the first uh, event that they have will be a group-wide induction, which we will run online. So generally what we do there is welcome them to ANZ. Um, we will run workshops around things like, you know, our values, um, our behaviours, human-centred design, so um, enterprise-wide learning which will help them with the way that they'll work over those eight weeks. They'll be set up with a buddy, and again, because uh, early talent really like that connection to their community, so their their graduate cohort, uh, giving them a a peer mentor is really helpful and uh, and then there's also we have quite a formal kind of coaching and mentoring program so it's it's a matter of unfortunately just running everything virtually using our um, our technology to to stay connected for, both via things like gamma groups and regular calls a lot of the teams that our summer interns will go into are agile teams And um, so as part of that agile working environment, most teams meet daily anyway as part of their um, their working operational rhythm. So, so look, I I feel it's, of course, going to be a a different experience, Mm -hmm. but I'm feeling quite good about it. I think, you know, you... You make do with what you've got right yeah. and um, yeah I'm just true. incredibly I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm actually really grateful to our leaders that everyone' it, it, it wasn't even questioned really it was yep we can do this it was more about how we do it rather mm. than whether we do it
1: yeah I'm quite surprised that you mentioned earlier that quite a few uh, big companies have abandoned their grad program this year
2: so yeah that is really it's, yeah it's a tough economic time mm um you know you, you would expect, like a company like Qantas. um you know of course if, yeah, they're struggling but yeah. they, they would have had oh, yeah. quite a large program so yeah look it's it's really tough um so your grads so at the business. end of this year
1: they all come in at february next year um yes. we don't know what the landscape's going to look like then do we
2: mm. <laughs> yes yeah look
0: hope for the best and plan for know. the worst
2: Exactly, exactly. Look, when we onboarded our graduates February this year, we actually had uh, two Two of our graduates were in quarantine because they'd holidayed oh. in China before oh. they'd come back. Yeah, so we were just at that point where we were...
0: They weren't at the Marriott, uh, being were they?
2: diligent. No, <laughs> no, no. They, well, they self-quarantined at home. But, yeah, so we, we filmed all of our orientation activities for them so that they could... I still take part. Um, Mm. But, yeah, look, a year later hopefully we'll be able to um, onboard them and and all fly them into Melbourne as we usually do, but um, let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, 2020 is one of those years, isn't it? I can't Mm. wait to see the
1: back. I'm going to stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve to make sure 2020 leaves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i yeah. make sure the door yeah. doesn't, hits it on the way out. And
2: yeah. It's gone. It's definitely been a tough time. Yeah.
0: And Shalina, you're, you're, you're clearly working from home in this environment at the moment. Yes. And I yes. notice a, <laughs> I've done a little bit of research for once. No, no, not real research. I just jumped on Facebook. So your album wall. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, all good. All recruiters are stalkers. Yeah, I know, yes. right?
0: But, but, you know, you know what, I, what I really liked is, is um, that yeah. you had Xanadu up there. One of my favourites.
2: Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Look, oh, funny story. Well, you know, so, got, um, go on,
0: Tell us tell us how that came about. Was it like a, a oh. an ISO boredom project or was it something you have been planning to yes. do for ages?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was actually. Yeah, it was. It's funny. I've got a 24-year-old myself mm-hmm. and um, so I, I feel like he's my little um, – He's my source of truth on what's cool with young kids these days. But um, we were – so for, for back for everyone who, <laughs> yeah, who hasn't stalked me on Facebook <laughs> – um, <laughs> a wall in my house uh, we have put up 12 albums and uh, as in vinyl you know, records so when we were putting up those those records and of course that involves a lot of maths and a lot of you know <laughs> um, those levels to make sure that it's, it all looks you know all straight and narrow it provoked some really great conversation and i was horrified to realize that my son didn't know who Olivia Newton-John was, didn't know what Xenadu was, um, also didn't know, you know, artists like Nina Simone and Um, (gasps) Nina Simone. (laughs) So I I felt like I failed my son as a mother um, (laughs) that day. Mm. Nina
1: Um, Simone is a classic. My father used to make me listen to Edith Piat.
0: Yes. Did you learn French?
1: No. (laughs) No, but I can sing her songs in French. I don't know what I'm saying. Please
0: don't. Please don't. don't.
1: You sure you don't want me to start singing now? (laughs) (laughs) Australia's got talent, right here, Pete.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's almost like an education wall, then too. It's not just uh, for decorative purposes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And do you change it up? um, Like, have
0: you got you know like yes. hundreds of albums yeah. and you'll change it up. Oh, that's great. Isn't yes. Yes.
2: It? Yeah, it's certainly he um he's certainly been receiving an education since that day actually. <laughs> I've, I've taken it upon myself to make sure first of all it, i did it really um nina simone was was really important to me that he know who mm. she was mm. but yes and and then working working my way from there nina simone and of course betty davis and mm. um, a lot of very strong uh, at least the, the female artists i started with and and working my way from there
0: i wonder i sort of hijacked oh, where we were going with um, great grad, idea. grad yes. recruitment didn't i <laughs> sorry not about recruiters. that
2: <laughs> But, hey, there's education involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, yeah. Well, I did. I did. Um, we've got a Facebook uh, group for our graduates, actually. That's part of our welcome strategy for just to keep in touch with our 2021 grads. Uh-huh. And it's it's really lovely because I think they appreciate it. It's, it's not a, not easy for these, these young people still going through university mm-hmm. and at least they have a job. Um, But one of the first things that we did when we went into lockdown is we called all of our graduates, um, both the ones on program but the ones that we'd already offered jobs to, Um, one to just check in and make sure that they were okay but for the 2021 grads particularly because a lot of graduate programs were not going ahead or grads had been stood down we just wanted to make sure that they knew we were committed to the early talent program and then since since then uh, for our grads who are on program we call them every few weeks and just check in on them um, to make sure they're going okay and keep connected via Facebook so I, and I did post the album wall to the Facebook group. Uh, did you? Started a little discussion. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure going to tell you a little secret my about house. my podcast partner here. Wow. He posted a Millie Vanilli album on his Facebook <laughs> last week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well
1: uh, uh, so he has no taste His he tastes
0: <laughs> it's you know you've got to you've got to cover off all parts of the music industry you know i'm um, all yeah. the way from the classical through to frauds yeah, yeah. well
2: <laughs> yeah i've i've got Bernie m there um, you go that's good yeah, yeah,
0: that's, yeah that's good absolutely i saw them story. twice in in london um back in the early 90s at, yep, yeah, at the Grand, yeah. the I was Grand say, I was like the turn in of the century. <laughs> well, it was really, wasn't it? It was the, yeah. actually, it was the turn of the century. Okay, yeah. Easy Tiger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I actually saw. Um, I don't know if you saw. There was a M concert in Melbourne. It must have been yes, October last year. Mm. Yeah, we went to that. Um,
0: How much fun? It was fabulous. Yeah, it's Yeah, so good. Great. So I went and good. saw
2: Cher last year. Oh, amazing. <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> and we're all, we're all talking <laughs> I mean, now in the in the past oh, because there's no concerts. <laughs> I'm all great for there's no <laughs> That's concerts. Right. I know. Yeah. <gasps> Our early talent. Poor,
2: poor early talent, but yes, no. <laughs> um, it, it's a connector, right? This this music. Yeah, um, it, it certainly is. It, it drives a conversation, and mm. yeah, it, we we share you know music clips and and things like that because you know I, I think anything that you can do right now to help each other with mental health. Mm. And mm. Um, one of the things that we do is what we call song of the day. And in our team, we share. You know, someone takes point on sharing a song of the day. Um, to uplift everyone's moods, and um, we share things that we're grateful about, you know, whatever we can, just to to keep each other connected and and help each other stay. Yeah, a, stay sane.
0: It's a major part of um, yes. lockdown the the mindfulness um, and being able to to get through at, at that level as well, isn't it? And I think that some of the companies that are staying connected and engaged in that way are doing pretty well.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I I feel very proud to work at ANZ at the moment because our leaders have done an extraordinary job of of supporting everyone and running regular calls and really helping uh, with mental health. We've had a lot of different um, initiatives around resilience and uh, I I just feel incredibly grateful to work for an organisation that cares about people.
1: Yeah, it's really great to see who stepped up in these times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Businesses in you know the year 2020, this is our time to shine, and it, it really is an opportunity to to play a leadership role in the market. Um, and I, th- I think um, you know, particularly for for businesses, you know, like Ian said, we're very fortunate, I think, to. To all have jobs, and we're we're grateful. I'm grateful every two weeks when my money gets deposited into my account because I know a lot of people are doing it
0: really tough. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. I lost my job yeah. in June, so it's yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Mm. Yeah, so absolutely. it's been a few months. I'm sorry to hear mm. that.
2: Yeah, it's really well, it it's a, it's a tough time. It is.
1: It is. It is. So, look, we won't wrap this up today, Shalina, from Bear, but I'd like to pick this up with you again next year after your grads have got started in February to see how the whole process ended up mapping out.
2: Yeah, sure absolutely be great well,
0: Yeah, be they, really good. they
2: always start around valentine's day so Aww. anytime mid February, reach out i am be very happy to talk to you both excellent
0: excellent I'll let you That'd know how my son's
2: education's going yeah
0: exactly well, yeah that's another
2: one <laughs> i'll start sending
1: you across a few albums <laughs> yeah, yeah good idea <laughs> uh, well, so tar potters You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us, Shalina. And Tarpotters. it's a goodbye from me. And
0: I'm going to go dig out my Xanadu soundtrack and listen to it this afternoon. So it's a goodbye from me and we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye,
1: everyone. Cheers.
0: You know what, Lauren? What? We wouldn't have been able to get to you today without the support of Smart Recruiters, the modern talent acquisition suite for hiring success.
1: Good point. Future-proof your talent acquisition with the Next Generation platform with everything you need to attract, select and hire the best talent working with over 4,000 plus leading brands.
0: Smart Recruiters continues their growth in the Australian New Zealand market. Really? Yep. they have working with Maccas, Nine, mm. Sedexo, Blue Scope and many, many more brands. And they have a monstrous marketplace with 600 plus HR vendors and 14 of those are local and best of breed. Really? Yeah. Wow, didn't know that
1: one. So don't forget, as the good
0: folks at Smart Recruiters say, you are who you hire. And if you haven't already, make sure you book your demo by visiting smartrecruiters.com and let them know that Tarpod, Tar-Pod sent you.
2: Thanks for listening to Tarpod. Please don't forget to subscribe and look out for upcoming podcasts.
0: I'm just saying, God, Lauren looks like she oh. She must. She looks like she's in a sauna.
1: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I've had all the windows open And I've got my tracksuit on And now I'm all hot <laughs> Oh, that's <of> cool <course.
0: laughs>
1: Oh, I'm oh, so probably having a hot flush while I'm at it too So we'll throw that
0: in <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. you so need that afternoon wine mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, Shit, yep. I didn't record that Are you kidding me? Yeah, I am kidding you <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're factored. <laughs> <hard. laughs>